For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Another 24 hours has come and gone. Ben Charrington hasn't done a thing. And Trevor Bauer's still out there. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Bauer, for anyone who doesn't know is a 33-year-old who can really, really pitch and has always been able to really, really pitch. However, he hasn't done that in the bigs since June 28th of 2021. And to fully explain why that is, I'd have to turn this into an R or even an X-rated show. I'm not about to do that. However, I might be able to get away with summarizing the suspension that he received from Major League Baseball of 324 games. I'm going to repeat that again. 324 games for what MLB described at the time as a violation of its domestic violence policy. And the people who put this suspension into place felt so strongly about it that his suspension which was issued in April of 2022, was twice as long as the previous high for any offender. They really, really, really thought very little of Bauer's actions. Now, since then, an independent arbitrator shortened the suspension to 194 games. This was just this past December, and they ruled that Bauer would be immediately reinstated to baseball at which point the Dodgers immediately released him. And no team anywhere has touched him, including your Pirates. And given the Pirates' need for starting pitching, of course, his name's going to come up among the fan base. And it's going to come up you know, with maybe not necessarily the most discriminatory eye. Well, it should, even though there's been all kinds of back and forth about who set up who, who paid off who, how Bauer and his most prominent accuser agreed to disagree and just move on, and everything else that led MLB's independent arbitrator to reduce the suspension, all of that's out there. All of that's available for anyone to read who wants to. There's a lot of salacious stuff. Whether it's accurate or not, it's definitely salacious. But there's another way of looking at this. And this, I believe, is why teams, all of them, including the Pirates, continue to stay away from Bauer. 
when MLB did its own investigation, and that's how this stuff works, they don't wait to see what the police come up with. They don't base anything at all off court settlements or agreements that are made. They do their own work. They do their own digging. And what led MLB to issue that initial 324-game suspension was that there were several alleged incidents involving several people. There were several interviews conducted. There also was testimony that came from people who aren't involved in this at all. For example, one of Bauer's initial accusers was examined independently at a San Diego area hospital at the time as having an acute head injury and was deemed to have been suggested to manual strangulation along with other injuries from being choked unconscious in what was described at the time as consensual rough sex that went too far. There, That's as close as I'm going to come to salacious. And remember, this is according to the medical people at the hospital. This isn't a he said, she said. Kelly Valencia, a foreign nurse examiner, who performed an exam additionally on this individual later that night, testified that the bruising that she documented in certain sensitive areas was unlike anything that she had witnessed in her 40-plus years of medical experience. That's not a he said, she said. That's an independent medical professional. Now, I'll stop here now, I promise. But no... Okay, no. There isn't another word that I or anybody else should have to say to this other than no. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. An eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Josh, who says, Hey, DK, I'm baffled. How did the Pirates get a Roldis Chapman to sign without having a plan to bring in some decent starters? I figured his signing meant that they were at least a little bit interested in improving the rotation, or at this point, actually having a rotation. The frustration Josh is building as we're now six days away from the first workout of pitchers and catchers in Bradenton, Florida, and there aren't enough pitchers. 
Heck, you could argue that there aren't enough catchers, and Gary Sanchez signed with the Brewers yesterday. So there was a signing here, a signing there. Somebody went to this team, somebody went to that team, and nobody but some minor league pitcher signed with the Pirates. Already forgot his name, don't even really care who he is. This team doesn't need starting pitching to the extreme that it'd entertain signing a scumbag like Trevor Bauer, but it does need starting pitching. And it's needed soon. Don't be misled by the fact that opening day in Miami is six weeks away. Yeah, you can add then, but it's not the same thing. You want your pitchers, especially your starting pitchers, the ones who are logging the most innings, to be in the fold at the start of spring training. And not just because of the familiarity that's necessary between the pitchers and the catchers, which should go double when you have a young catcher like Henry Davis getting most of the reps. But it's little stuff. It's the signals that get cast. It's PFP, which means pitchers fielding practice. It's how to do this, how to do that as it relates to the shifts and pitch outs and all these little details. They're not the same from team to team. They're similar, but they're not the same. And if you had a pitching coach who was capable of making people better, you'd want this pitcher to be in the fold on that count alone. That, of course, doesn't apply here. So, yeah, I'm with you on the general concept. I I do get kind of put off when there's a reaction to every single player who signs everywhere. Where's Ben Charrington? Why didn't he get this random six foot seven shortstop that he could have gotten from somebody else. Not every player could have been or should have been in Pittsburgh, but there's a lot of them who've been signed and for not at all high rates of whom that can be said this off season. And in fact, of whom that can be said more loudly and clearly than in any off season I've covered with this team. I don't recall a winter in which the Pirates were this passive. And believe it or not, that even includes years where you knew they weren't even going to try, like total rebuild years. If anything, you would have looked at the one they had just 12, 13 months ago and said, okay, well, it's going to be a little bit of a ramp up from that. That actually had some players coming. That actually had real additions. Guys who were real ball players, And here we are right now in early February, still waiting. And waiting for what? For the price to drop another couple of bucks? And that's the only thing I can think of, is that they want to make the last handful of remaining free agents squirm and squirm and squirm until they come back and say, okay, okay. You know, you can have this other $7 that I wanted. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. I know, right? (laughs) Let's do it again tomorrow. 